0: We are continuing our series on life with Jesus and I was due to do the teaching and follow on from where Chantel left off and I actually spent some time early in the week writing a sermon and uh, we decided this morning uh, to scrap it and it wasn't because it was rubbish because actually it was brilliant it was a masterpiece quite honestly (laughs) it wasn't it was it, it was okay but it just didn't feel right just didn't sit right and the two of us have just been having this discussion of Goodness, what do we do how do we move things forward because we feel a little bit like from last week there's just some unmet business or we, we sense like the lord is doing something saying something so what we want to attempt to do is just a bit of a conversation the two of us and so you're just going to eavesdrop on it we'll chat a bit sort of looking at each other and sometimes we'll probably look at the camera and we'll just do this kind of thing so uh, stick with it so um, Yeah, why don't you pick up from just kind of what we've been chatting about?
1: Yeah, I just really felt like God was speaking last week and that whole thing turned to the Lord. Like, I just couldn't get away from it. And I just felt like there was more to it. So I just thought we should stay there for a bit, park there. And it's good for us to have a conversation about it. But also, you know, you're all part of this conversation. I mean, we can't meet face to face at the minute, but... I would really love to know what you guys are thinking about this I think we need to dig a bit deeper into it and explore life with Jesus as we turn to the Lord you know it didn't feel right to just go oh that was good like what's next move on it just I just feel like there's something brewing and I genuinely want us as a church together to think about that and think well what does that mean and you know, maybe that's something you can do if you're meeting someone for coffee or going for a walk or and really encourage you to do that in your life groups. You know, H- have this conversation, like talk about it. What does mm. it mean? I just, mm. I don't have all the answers, but no. I just feel like there's something more that we need to grasp hold of. And I can't, I can't quite get what it is. Yeah. And I just want us all to journey that together, even though we can't all be in the same room, you know.
0: It kind of feels like, there's some sort of response that we need to make either as individuals or corporately as a church together. Yeah. And and it felt like um, you know, you put some incredible stuff out there. Why why don't I recap on what you sort okay. of said and then uh it, it just it it kind of was just incredibly powerful talk I felt like that you gave but it, it didn't it didn't land with wheels on it i think always when it comes to when was kind of preaching and teaching kind of comes with an rsvp attached it's like okay well that's great what does it mean what is what do we do with that stuff you know let's not just talk for the sake of talking it's got to have action so i mean you, you spoke really well from the book of joel and i felt like there were three kind of core things that you'd said uh, first of all, uh, from one from Joel 1, six, the first beginning, a nation has invaded my land, a mighty army without number. And I felt like that was really poignant that right now the conditions that we're living in, it's like it's important that we acknowledge the loss that we've suffered mm. and we have. I mean, uh, and,
1: and you, that will continue. And that
0: will continue, you're right. I mean, mm. we we thought, didn't we, our flip September. Mm. It's all going to be back to normal, happy days. It, it, it just simply isn't.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, and it's come at such a degree of cost to so many of our lives. And it's important that we acknowledge that. Mm. And, uh, and I think the scriptures are really helpful for that. Then secondly, in Joel 2 and 12, uh, God is saying, even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart with fasting and weeping and mourning. And it's like this call to repentance, this call to turning to the Lord. Mm. And, and and I think that's what we've been communicating so many times over the last number of weeks is this is a time, this is a time. Don't let's look back on coronavirus and go, I squandered that really awful time in terms of just grin and bear it. We're going through the mincer, we'll get through it. There is a degree of that, of like walking through it. But actually, let's not squander it in terms of what is the Lord doing? What is he saying to us? And I think he is saying, return to me. It's this invitation that we would return to him and, and go before him. And we've been saying that time and time again. And then in Joel 2.25 is this brilliant promise from the Lord. It says, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten the great locusts and the young locusts, the other locusts and that locust swarm, my great army that is sent among you. And we are hopeful, we are prayerful for, mm. a, for a time uh, beyond this. But it's not that it's like, you know, oh, glory glory days of, oh, now we can get back to normal. It's, it's uh, God is going to restore and do the most incredible things in us but also through us and impact our towns, our communities and mm. and, our, and our country. Is that pretty much it? Or is there anything mm. else you wanted to add to that?
1: Well, yeah, I just kept thinking about that turn to the Lord thing and the call to repent and the fact that in Joel T, as she says, with all your heart, all your heart. And I just kept thinking about that surrender thing. And last week the guy sang the song, Goodness of God, and that line with my life laid down I surrender now I give you everything and I just couldn't get away from that sense of surrender you know and even this morning the guy sang I'm falling on my knees offering all of me like all of me like Mm -hmm. what does that what is that you know giving God everything what does that mean and you know and then what comes after when we turn to the Lord with all of our heart you know those promises that you said about restoring the years the Lucas of Eden, the god that god will send autumn and spring rains there's that sense of overflow restoration and the pouring out of the holy spirit and as we said last week you know obviously that happened at pentecost but you know if we turn to the lord with all of our hearts can we see that happen again you know mm. over and over just the Holy Spirit come. I will pour out my spirit on all, all people, and I just get there. I just get this sense of there's more, and you have to come by here and stay with us a bit. You know, I just I don't know. I can't explain okay. it very well.
0: Yeah. So I remember when you were preparing to talk last Sunday, um, you'd you 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 were already feeling this. I think you're feeling this more now. Mm-hmm. This return to the Lord, and you were sort of saying okay, we're going to throw this out there, but, but what does it mean? What does that actually look like? Yeah. And you sort of said, you know, we have the prayer meeting on Sunday night, which we forgot to mention in the notices, by the way. <laughs> Epic feel. <laughs> and it's like, well, that is an incredible opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's like, well, what? And I was just like, well... well what did you mean? Like, did you mean well, more Well, I just that? think,
1: like, you know, return to the Lord it was with weeping and mourning, you know, and that represented action and emotion, you know, it's not just like, oh, right, okay, return to the Lord, very good, on we go, you know, and I'm still, I still don't have an answer, like, you know, and I just think, for example, we have our prayer gathering tonight on Zoom, and it's like, well, could loads of us gather together and just pray and cry out mm. for God to move, mm. like for us to turn... Could we turn to the Lord together on Zoom? And I know everyone's got Zoom fatigue and we're fed up with Zoom and there's all the reasons not to. But, like, could we turn to the Lord together? And, you know, there's the prayer walk and the Ian and Jill's leading Revive, you know, mm. and other stuff too. But I you know, I think that's part of it, but I still think there's more and I'm seeking the Lord as to what that is. And that's what I mean by this is an evolving conversation. Like I don't have this package of things to say, right, we're going to do this, this and this, and that's what that means. And mm. that's why I really want everyone to be part of this, you know, and like, I want to hear what you guys think. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I like, I can sense, and probably people listening into our conversation can sense that you've been feeling a a degree of frustration and and it's not just you, I've been feeling it too um, throughout the week, really. Mm. Um, Why don't you introduce the the thing that really...
1: Right, well, I, I feel like, I'm sorry we don't have this whizzy presentation to give you, this really is a conversation and I just... I do feel frustrated because I feel like despite the fact that this is a challenge in time you know God is calling us to more and like in Joel it's an invasion of locusts like we could say we've got an invasion of coronavirus right. and Absolutely. difficulties and there's that call to lament and even though we're in the midst of something there's that call to repent as well and then I stumbled across this video on Facebook, um, which was a girl called Charlotte Curran speaking at CFC Church in Belfast, and it was just a snippet, and it just really captured my attention. You know, I just was really impacted by what she said and the passion with which she said it, and it kind of gave voice to some of the things that I think I was feeling, so with the Wizards of Technology in the background, we are going to play that now, and I just really want you to hear her words. and. And maybe we, that would give us something to think about mm. as well. So, yeah, hopefully we can watch this. Thank you, guys.
2: Why, when I walk into the room, do dead things not come back to life? Why do atmospheres not change? Why, if in Northern Ireland there are so many people who claim to know and love Jesus, why is there still so much death in our nation? Why? Why? Do you know what I wonder? I wonder, is it because you and I are more like puddles and pipelines? We're more like puddles and pipelines. You see, we're, we're happy to be recipients of the river. We'll take everything that God's offering. We want it all to pour into us, but it ain't pouring out. And so it just puddles on the inside of us and still waters go stagnant. And a place that should be a fountain of life becomes a place of death. Because you see, we want the forgiveness of God. Oh, God, forgive me for everything that I did today. Forgive me that I I made that mistake. We want the forgiveness of God, but we don't want to give it. That person that annoyed us or, or broke our trust, I don't want to forgive them. So we want the forgiveness to flow in, but we won't let it flow out, and those still waters go stagnant, and life turns to death. We want the generosity of God. We want it. God, please meet my need. Meet it abundantly. Give me everything I need and more. We want the generosity. We're happy to receive it, but we don't want it to flow out of our lives. So we see need all around us and we don't put our hand in our pocket to meet any of it. We want to receive generosity, but we don't want to dispense it. Puddles, not pipelines. Death, not life. We want to receive the undeserved, unmerited grace of God. But when someone in our lives needs undeserved, unmerited grace, we're nowhere to be found. Because we want to be recipients, but we don't want to be dispensers. Puddles, not pipelines, death, not life. Are you not done with this? Genuinely, are you not done with the death? Are you not done with the death? are you not ready to be a river of life? But you know what that's going to take? That's going to take people like you and me getting our eyes off our petty stuff. Getting our eyes off ourselves for just a minute. And looking around. And dispensing some of what we have already been so generously given. Where's the river? The river is in you. Why, when I walk into the room... Okay, that's
0: that. Wow, that's so challenging, isn't it? Totally. Like, there's often things you show me. Oh, you should watch this, you should read that. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was really, really worth watching. Yeah. And uh, I, I showed it to my life group on Wednesday night at the, at the allotment and uh, create a really, really encouraging conversation. And I, I started off and I just simply said, you know, in many ways, the way she started off, it's like, why is this country not so different? Why is this? And, and I'd said that I'd, I'd done that video for Pentecost of a Friday church and I had visited 24 out of 26 churches in Fergus. And the reason I didn't visit the other two is because they're way up in the country. Um, but 24, 26 churches in Carrickfergus? You'd think this town would be Different. rocking. Different. 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 Healthier. Healthier. Yeah. And uh, it's just such a challenge, isn't it? And she, she just uses that brilliant analogy of puddles and pipelines. And it's like the puddle is we want the blessings. We want the stuff that God gives us. But are we really wanting to let what... God has given us and entrusted us as to be a conduit or a pipeline to actually go out. And she uses three things, doesn't she? Three. Mm. And the first one is, is about we want to receive the forgiveness of God. Mm. But are we willing to extend forgiveness to others? Yeah. We want the provision of God and generosity for uh, we want this, we want this, we want more, we want more. But are we willing to dip our hands in our pockets and give out when we see the need? And then the third one was grace. You know, oh, we want to receive God's grace and His mercy, which He does. I mean, all those three things He does, He does, He does. But are we quick to kind of give that away? And no. boy, I just found it so challenging. And yeah. I know the fellows on Wednesdays we were chatting about it found it challenging too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just couldn't stop thinking about it ever since i saw it you know and it was just so powerful and so challenging you know are we puddles or pipelines and when you unpack those things like the forgiveness thing is huge like we do really want god to forgive us but then someone offends us you know and we don't do anything to reconcile or to forgive them you know we just go well we're just different or you know just agree to disagree but the bible calls us to live up in harmony with one another Mm. live at peace with one another so like are we receiving the forgiveness but are we extending it like she said you know and when we don't extend it you know the stagnant waters are in us and that's not gonna go well you know that stores up bitterness and it's not good you know and that whole generosity thing like that just keeps coming back again and again and like we've spoken about that in church you know there's so many things in the bible about money and giving and god calls us to be cheerful givers Mm -hmm. you know jesus says you can't serve both god and money you know and we're to give our first fruits to the storehouse you know and i keep coming back to that sense of surrender you know with my life lay down and surrender now i give you everything and have we surrendered that part of our lives you know are we gathering for ourselves accumulating treasure but are we letting it flow out you know and i think we do need to apply that to every part of our lives you know are we a pipeline is it flowing and to be honest has the pipeline stayed the same for quite a while or is the flow increasing you know are we increasing the generosity are we giving more and I think that's something i love about vineyard churches that i see that generosity that giving away giving away Mm. and and that does mean financially and i just long for that for us to embrace that even more you know and then that thing about grace you know we we receive the grace of god but I think in our hearts we can be really judgmental of people and I've really struggled with that and noticed that even in this time of coronavirus. Like, I think fear creeps in and then people, someone says, oh, such and such might be having a test and then you're like almost judge Well, where did they get it and how did you know and it's that kind of judgment thing there's Mm -hmm. no grace there and i I just feel like that do we dispense grace as much as we receive it and Mm -hmm. especially for people who you know we find difficult or maybe you know don't seem to change or we get frustrated with that's when you need to expend that grace you know and I was just really wrestling my head like, like right, okay, Life with Jesus. That's our series title. What does that actually mean? And I just thought, right, I'm gonna read through all the gospels and I'm gonna find out what life with Jesus actually means. And I thought, right, I'm gonna start with Mark's gospel because I'm being honest, it's the shortest one.
0: Sixteen chapters. <laughs>
1: yeah, so get it done and dusted. And do you know what? I didn't I didn't even make it past chapter one right. because there was so much in there that like really spoke to me so like jesus is baptized the holy spirit descends on him like a dove and god says this is my son whom i love with him i am well pleased so jesus is willing to receive the father's love and affirmation and that's before he's ever like preached a sermon done a miracle healed anyone and i just thought life with jesus means that i accept the father's love for me and i live out of that yeah. Well, that's a challenge right away and start of chapter one.
0: Absolutely. And so many people struggle just with that deepest truth. Yeah. And and, and very often disqualify themselves yeah. to do anything with their lives that God's called them to and entrusted them with basically because they don't they Believe. don't get over step one.
1: Yeah. And then like the ne- very next bit is at once the spirit led them into the wilderness and then I was just like, well, there's something else right there. Do we go where the Holy Spirit leads us? Like, even though we don't know what it's going to be like, like Jesus didn't know what that was going to be like. Mm. And it was the wilderness, like it was going to be hard. So do we go where the Holy Spirit leads us, even when it's going to be hard or when it's going to be wilderness? Like, that's definitely not fun. So, like, life with Jesus means following the Holy Spirit no matter what. And that was coming back to me of turn to jesus with my life laid down i'll follow you i'll go even when it's gonna be hard and then like verse 14 it says after john was put in prison jesus went into galilee proclaiming the good news of god the time has come he said the kingdom of god has come near repent and believe the good news so i just thought You know jesus is sharing the good news of salvation he's calling people to repentance and you forget that little bit at the start of the verse after john was put in prison so that was probably dangerous for him to be doing that but you know and then i just thought how much do i share the good news like do i call people to repentance do i make disciples you know that oh there's so much like mm. just in that one chapter and then he calls the disciples and it says at once they left their nets and followed yeah. him like and i just camped out on at once you know they didn't go oh well just hold on a minute i need to learn the bible better i need to go to bible college and, yeah. you know i need some training it says they just said okay jesus what here i am like I'll do it. So they follow him. They learn from him. They do what he does. It's not like they need to spend years in training. They learn as they go. And Mm. like you just said there, I think some of us disqualify ourselves. We think, oh, I haven't been a Christian very long or I don't really know the Bible or, you know, but Jesus just says, come follow me. I will make you fishers of men. So life with Jesus is come. Okay, God, I'm, I'm there, you know. And then later on in the chapter, He drives out impure spirits. He heals many. He drives out demons. And I'm like, whoa, now that's getting a bit much, you know. And that is the stuff that freaks some of us out, isn't Mm. it? You know. But we're called to do the stuff that Jesus did, you know. So life with Jesus means that can happen. Yeah. So then I was thinking, well, maybe turn to the Lord for me and us as a church is a call to seeing more of the supernatural in a natural way yeah. you know and i think that is something that we will want to explore yeah. during the series sure. you know seeing the sick healed and all of that like that's here in the book so mm, mm. let's see it happen even in verse 35 of mark chapter 1 sorry i'm nearly You're finished got more here. <laughs> yeah very early in the morning while it was still dark jesus <laughs> got up left the house went to a solitary place where he prayed so Life with Jesus means withdrawing, spending time with the Father, like that might be early while it's still dark, woe, the sacrifice, turn to the Lord, you know, and he said, go and then let's go to the nearby village so I can preach, that's why I have come, that really stood out to me, that's why I have come, so Jesus knew what he was called to, he knew his destiny, and you know, life with Jesus means, do we know what we're called to, are we going to fulfill that, so... Mm -hmm. So, like, I didn't even get past chapter one and there was so much challenge of what does turn to the Lord mean? What does life with Jesus mean? And I think it means take up your cross, follow him, believe what he says about you, you know, go where the spirit leads, even if it feels uncomfortable, share the good news, heal the sick spend time in the father's presence and know what you're called to like i mean you could do a whole sermon series and that and like charlotte said it's being living water because this world is broken yeah it's being that pipeline you know so turn to the lord means repent and receive and grace and mercy and generous provision and like she said being that flow of it flowing out so you're not a puddle you're not holding it all here Mm. you're not having that stagnant waters and I just feel like, you know, none of this feels easy. It feels challenging. But I think that's what the Lord is doing right now. Yeah. I think he's challenging us and he's saying, like, this isn't just a moment. You know, this isn't, oh, that was a good talk, right, move on. Yeah. It's a conversation that we need to have. Yeah. You know, so sorry I've talked so much.
0: That's no, great. <laughs> and, and earlier when we were chatting about this and you were sharing some of those things and you kind of, I was just reading Mark chapter one and Jesus did this and Jesus did that. I was really struck by when you, when, well, we know it so well. It's like Jesus, you know, calls those early disciples, come follow me. At once they did. Yeah. And that's incredible response to Jesus. But not everybody responded like that. Mm. And it's similar now today. I mean, there are some who are all in. Yeah. It's like, yes, you'll know, the, you listen to this and it'll be like, oh, yes, God has called us to more. Yes, and this will be so inspiring that will call to action. And then there'll be others are like, yes, that's great, but actually that's just way uncomfortable and I'm just not sure I'm prepared to go there. It really reminded me of, of, of other times when Jesus interacted with people. I want to pick mm. up on this. Uh, in Luke, Luke's Gospel, uh, chapter 9. 59 to 62 Mm -hmm. this is uh, Jesus has been teaching and he's gathered a crowd and uh, this is what's said he said he said to another man follow me so he's inviting someone else into relationship with him into discipleship or we use the word apprenticeship with him but this man he replied Lord first let me go and bury my father Jesus said to him let the dead bury their own dead but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still, another said, I will follow you. So here's, here's another fella. instead of the invitation coming, saying, you know, if he'll not follow you, I'll follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus says to this guy, he says, no one who puts a hand to the plough and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. And so he's having this conversation, this crowd gathered, there's two fellows, two interactions, two invitations. Well, one was an invitation, one was an offering. I'll I'll come follow you. But both use a really similar excuse. The first was, first, let me go bury my my father. Now, that's, that's not to say that his dad was dead because it's extremely unlikely that he was. What he was meaning was, first, let me go live with my family, see out my father's lifetime so that I can be there for them in their old age, and da dee da, and then I'll come follow you. Yeah. And then the second is like it. It's like he's saying, "Let me first go say goodbye to my family." It's like it's very sort of similar. And and really, with both of them, Jesus is basically saying these are excuses. These are reasons. The, the call is great. The call uh, of of discipleship and following Jesus is is meaning to give everything above. Um, about is, is, is to follow him over and above anything anything or anyone else in our life mm-hmm. and that's the call and that's the commitment um and I'm completely lost in our conversation um so uh return to the Lord what does what do you what does that mean and bring it in bring our sort of conversation into life.
1: well I think you know those verses probably sound harsh but It's just saying, you know, serve God above all else, you know. And that's what we're trying to say, you know. It's, you know, return to the Lord. And, you know, there's just so many things that we could talk about, you know. And even from that one chapter of Mark, like I was talking about earlier, you know, turn to the Lord by spending time in the Father's presence, by saying yes when Jesus calls, you know by sharing the good news by praying for healing and you know we're gonna unpack more of those things as the weeks go on but i thought maybe to start with we could return to the three things charlotte shared in that short clip that you talked about so turn to the lord by examining your your relationship so that whole forgiveness thing you Mm. know So are you receiving forgiveness but not extending it? You know, are you a puddle puddle or a pipeline? So just think about that, you know, and think are there people in our lives that we need to, you know, deal with that and forgive? I
0: I know for me, sorry. During these last number of weeks, God's really challenged me on that. Yeah. And there have been people that are, I, there's been circumstances I've had to go back and just lay that down people who have
1: hurt you yeah, yeah, yeah and just
0: go do you know what that's in the past yeah. I'm choosing to let but, that go
1: but it's like you're choosing to forgive that person even if they don't even know absolutely that you're even absolutely. thinking yeah, like because that
0: because the only person it annoys is me Yeah, yeah. and it's holding me back and yeah. all of these things is actually because Jesus wants us to be free
1: yeah yeah and then the second thing she said was about receiving abundance and provision but not being generous and and letting that flow out you know so to me something that we can tangibly do to turn to the lord is to think about what god has given us you know what he's provided and yes that actually means our finances you know and are we trusting him to provide for us like are we giving him the opportunity to show that he's faithful yeah. or are we just tightly controlling everything ourselves Absolutely. you know and so you know are we giving in a way that honors what god has given us are we a puddle, are we holding it or are we a pipeline letting it yeah. flow out that
0: came up on wednesday night with the lads mm. and uh someone had said uh, oh, it's kind of awkward to talk about it and and i was like yeah goodness i I remember those first few times it is kind of awkward because we don't we never want to be coercive with it. No. But actually we want to teach it in a way that's really healthy and again it's it's invitation into relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Why? Because money and possessions it, it, it can be an idol.
1: Yeah. It's
0: the thing that gives us that security. Yeah. And Jesus is inviting us to yeah. trust him with that. Yeah. And we've had to do that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. we do do that. Yeah. And 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 it's like it's, this this it's for freedom that Christ has set us free mm. and he wants us to be free of that stuff yeah. and an invitation into that is actually is to say well it's all yours anyway God so I'm just going to be generous with it yeah. and it just it's just so freeing
1: yeah and I think it's something that that is something that it's good to talk to trusted friends about or right. maybe in life group or whatever if you feel comfortable you know And if you do find that hard or a struggle, like talk to someone you trust and say, I'm wrestling with this, you know, what do you think? Like can we pray or whatever? And then the third thing she said was receiving God's grace and mercy, but not extending that, you know, and you know, that sense of Jesus, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Like that's what the Lord says to us, and we receive that grace Mm. and You know but then do we give it away are we pouring it out on other people and especially on the ones who we don't think deserve it you know you know are we a puddle or a pipeline and she was so passionate there you know death not life are we being the living waters and Mm -hmm. i just think you know life is so hard right now coronavirus is robbing people of so many things like we said last Mm -hmm. week you know and we are called to be the hope givers we are called to be living waters we are called to be different you know to bring life and to our life with jesus should mean that other people see jesus in us so like there's just i just feel like there is more and you know i do not have like this wrapped up neat tidy box answer for everyone so i want us to carry on this conversation what does this mean for us as a church as Carrick Fergus Vineyard, how can we turn to Jesus? Mm. How can our life with Jesus shine in this dark time? So yeah, I that is I don't have an answer, but I'm putting it out right. right there. Great. Yeah.
0: And so let's let's we're all gonna con, we'll continue this conversation. Our leaders will continue this conversation. It will be really helpful for some of the life groups during the week to continue this conversation. Please have it with us, have it with one another and be prayerful, but but have the conversation with Jesus himself. What does it look like for, for you me, yeah. to return to the Lord? What does it mean? And I don't know why I'm saying this, but with faith, I am inviting anyone and everyone that's watching this to tune in tonight, Sunday night, to our prayer meeting on Zoom. You can get the details on our website. It would be amazing if we had, I'm gonna say a figure. I don't oh, like no. doing this. What do you think it's going to be? I don't know. I would love to see 20 screens tuning in for a prayer meeting to call upon the Lord to lay down our lives and come before him and return to him, crying out for our town, our communities, and, uh, and one another during this time. Yep,
1: yeah, that'll be good. Amen. Shall I pray? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> lord i just feel so challenged right now i don't have all the answers and i feel like this is an ongoing journey that we're going on together come let us return unto the lord lord we want our life to be with you jesus and we want our lives with jesus to to shine to bring hope to other people Lord, we do not want to be puddles of stagnant water. Lord, we want to be pipelines where your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness, your provision, your generosity flows into us and flows out into this broken, hurting world that is in such need of you, God. And we believe that life with Jesus has changed our lives and we believe that it can change our community one life at a time. And Lord, we want to see your spirit poured out on all people. We want to see all who call in the name of the Lord to be saved. We want to see what we read even in Mark chapter 1. Healing, deliverance, freedom. So Lord, help us to live life with you. Help us to turn to you. And help us to explore what that looks like in our lives and as a church. And yeah, Lord, we just we're hungry hungry we come to you and we just want more so just thank you lord thank you for your word that challenges us thank you for other people speaking that challenges us thank you that as we worship and as we sing those songs lord you're speaking to us and calling us to more so we just say yes god and help us to journey that together Mm -hmm. in your precious name jesus we pray amen amen Thank you guys for joining us.